This is a HeadGum Original. In 1977, NASA sent two solid gold records into space so that aliens might find them and understand life on Earth. I send greetings on behalf of the people of our planet and friendly wishes to all who may encounter this voyager. Now, we're making new records with our friends. We step out of our solar system into the universe seeking only peace and friendship. We know full well that our planet and all its inhabitants are but a small part of this immense universe that surrounds us. Hello from the children of planet Earth. Stop. I'm bleeding from the eyes. I break. I break doing well, well, wells. Well, 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 well. Stop it. Shelby. Charlie. Joel Wolstein. Charlie. Jarnel Dardum. Huh. Okay. So, <laughs> forgot your name. What's up, dude? <laughs> it, uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So a little bit of Sandra. What I need? I need a little bit of you. Make me a. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Casey. <laughs> Sorry for what you got to do to that audio, but um, Shelby, how are you for real? Let's be. Can we just cu- uh, stop, stop? Stop. 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 Hold stop. on. First of all, cut. Can cut we just be serious cut for once on this fucking <laughs> podcast? God, for once, can we be serious? How are you, dude? You know, good. <laughs> I'm good. How are I'm you? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't want you to be real. I'm good. Things are good. <laughs> I'm um, good. How are you? God. God, I'm good. God, I'm oh good. Oh, my God. I am so <laughs> good. How God, have you I'm been? Good. God, I'm good. <laughs> I'm fucking good, too, is the crazy part. Fuck. Like, I'm really good. <laughs> you know, a lot of times you'll talk to someone and they'll be like, how are you? And you'll be like, good. And it's like, oh, you could be good or bad. But I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good. Like, I'm legitimately, like, I'm good right now. You don't even, you, like, I feel like you part believe me, but you don't know, like, you don't even know how hard to believe me, because I can't sell it to you in the right way. Right. Right. I'm good. Like, like, people ask all the time. Like, I would say, like, a dozen times a day, someone's probably like, oh, how are you? And you do, like, the, you do, like, the, like, the obligatory, like, oh, I'm good. How are you? But, like, I'm I'm telling you right now, when I told you, I'm good. (laughs) I'm doing good. Like, things are good. Like, professionally, great. Personally, Personally, great. great. Everything is great. I'm great. I'm doing good. I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change anything because everything's good. If I, like, had the opportunity, if someone were, like, if a wizard, like, literally if I rubbed a lamp right now, okay? If I were right. to go, if I got a lamp and I'm in an attic and I rubbed it. And when I'll I rubbed it, a genie came out and he gave me three wishes. 
I wouldn't right. even wish for things to be different because like they're good. That's awesome. I'm <laughs> tired of Airbnb hosts, though. I will say, um, that's the only thing that has been on my mind What'd lately. They do to you? Well, I stayed in an Airbnb recently and on the Airbnb listing, it said two levels, right? It's a two story house. Got, we well, got the first floor. You walk in on that floor, got the next floor. There's bedrooms up there, a bathroom. These are the things you expect Two four, two story house. Well, imagine my surprise when we get in there and there's a third story and we go up there because it's open to us. Oh. It's not locked or anything. I want you to know and right now are, in my heart of hearts, I feel like there was a body. Mm-hmm. Well, in, in, in a way, you're correct. We go up there, and there are uncontained birds. Now, now ask me, Shelby, go ahead and ask me if, the, if there were any mention of birds in the listing. Hey, Caleb, I was... I, there were not. So, <laughs> we, <laughs> we go up there, and there are birds flying around the third floor of the Airbnb. Okay. So I have to know that there are birds in the house. They wake they they wake us up. They chip 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 chip. They wake us up in the mornings. <laughs> then on my way out, they ask me to feed um, them to sweep. They ask me to sweep, feed them, do the dishes, and take out the trash. Now, mind you, I paid probably a two or three hundred dollar cleaning fee, and I'm being asked to sweep. Unfucking believable. Have I talked about this to you before? No. And also, birds. I know you're saying like they woke us up, whatever, but you're being gentle, at least with birds that I, my mom once adopted a bird and that bird was, it slept right next to my bedroom door. It lived right near my bedroom door and I didn't sleep for six years until we gave the bird away because I, that bird had a lot to say. That bird was ultimately a comedian. One of the funniest I've ever seen perform. And that's tough to hear. (laughs) but 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 proceed the bird had picked up on us the bird talked it was a talk talking bird um military macaw for all those bird heads out there um and she used to hear us like yelling at my brother and she started doing it so and she was like really good at it to where it like seemed like it was a person so she would yell at him and my brother would sometimes just be like like what? And it would just be the bird. <laughs> so, well, that can be so powerful. Birds suck. Birds are not good animals. They're they scary in a really exist. big way. Can you see my screen? Yeah, I didn't know who was doing this. I want to show you a song that I haven't been I able to stop listening to for a couple days. I saw you post this and I started listening to it on my own because you shared it and I really like it. But I want you to play it. Did you the like podcast. it? And we'll sort of just vibe. Oh God. It's not playing for me right now, unfortunately. You can't hear it? No, no, I can't. Wow, I was really going for it. That's too bad. I know, and it does work, but I don't know how to do it because Anya had done it. Why can't you hear it? Whoa, okay, Anya, check play this out. Check out how far we're going. Anya, will you play a song for us? Yes! I don't want any of this cut. I want the listeners to know the journey that we went on. Kidding. Guys. I mean, if we have to cut it. <laughs> Guys. Kidding. I'm not passionate. <laughs> Guys, podcasts. Oh my God. I want to play uh, adult movies by Litany. And Shelby, did you say you did like it or no? I loved it. I love Litany. It's, listen, ooh, listen to this. Listen to this. Here, here goes Anya. Thank you, Anya. I got so drunk. Let me give you a haircut. Got real 
hide a balcony. So true. Okay, keep going. Okay, so this song I have been listening to. Litany, please follow me back on Instagram. I love your music, Queen. This song is so good. Litany fucking bangs. Wait, 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 wait. Knock you out with the kind of love. Hate. Right. <laughs> right. It's always the quiet ones. Right. I hate. Right. So true. Yeah. This is good. Litany. Litany, if you're out there, Queen. Litany, uh, come royalty. on the pod. I don't know your pronouns. Litany, come on the pod and follow me back on Insta, babe. This is embarrassing, Caleb. <laughs> stop begging. Tanya, <laughs> you can stop it. I never do that. Why am I like begging Litany to follow me on Insta? Bedroom is a banger. My dude is a banger. Adult movies My a banger. My dude goes... My dude goes fucking bananas, dude. My dude is one of the better songs. Can we play that on you? This is the litany hour. <laughs> this is lit. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this radio. Uh, <laughs> it's Pussy the Boob. <laughs> it's Pussy the Boob. <laughs> Up next, we've got My Dude by Litany. Litany. Uh, uh. This shit goes, uh, right. I feel like I want to be roller skating right now. Yes, and not blading, skating. The corner, and she drives her dad's Mercedes. Whitney, you went crazy with this one. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Here we fucking go. Anya, cut it, please. Wow. Not getting Litany. the do. Not getting her do, Litney. Litany, not listen. I will say, Litany just got—I think just got a million streams on adult movies. Congratulations, Litany. Also, we're friends with some musicians. I don't want you guys to think that we're friends with Litany. I don't want you to think that until it's true, and I'm working on it. We <laughs> stand, Litany. We really in do. this friendship on this podcast. Caleb and I used to go on Ooh. peak pandemic. Caleb and I were going on a lot of night drives through Los Angeles, Ooh. and Ooh, my dude and bedroom. Those were really big. Adult movies never made the cut. I don't know if it was it out. Might have not been out yet. I don't yeah. know. And I don't think so. We were doing a lot of that, and th those songs were sort of highlights of the playlist. Um, mm, were they ever? So when Caleb says it's a big part of our friendship, he's not exactly lying. Shelby, I have to confess something to you. What is it? <sighs> I struggled with whether or not to tell you this. Um. <laughs> The other day, I posted something on Instagram that had nothing to do with you, which is already insulting, I understand. Yeah, I got, yeah. thank you for admitting it, at least. A, one of our little freaks, a Keeping Records stan, commented and said, are you and Shelby still close? 
I deleted the comment. Uh, so if you're listening, I deleted your comment. Um, but there seems to be maybe a misconception that because we no longer live together. For those not watching the video episode, that, my mouth is ajar. Agape. Completely agape. Aghast. Um, there seems to be a conception that because we no longer live together, maybe we're not still hooking up. Maybe we're not still um, so close that it's concerning to people around us. But I wanted to give you an opportunity to speak on that. Guys. (laughs) 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 Well, first I want to start with, even Jeff was like, are you guys really not living together because of the cat? And I was like, genuinely, yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In a big way. Also, I moved in with five people to pay cheaper rent. You would never do that. Even if the cat wasn't an issue, you would never do that. Yeah, I don't want to live with five people. It would have had to be that Caleb and no, I lived somewhere worse so that we could live cheaper, which, um, you know, was maybe a possibility, but then there's also the do they take cat, blah, 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 Details, details, details. Caleb and I are as this close now as we've ever been. We hook up more than we ever even did before. You know when which is divorced people, or not divorced people, God forbid, um, when married people are like, we have never been closer than when we started sleeping in twin beds? Yeah. This is our us. twin beds. This is our twin beds. You, we, the, let me tell you something right here and right now. <laughs> Keeping records has entered our twin bed era. We are in and you guys our are twin bed era. Amidst it. We are in our twin bed bags, honey. <laughs> and we are, I mean, and I don't, I'm snoozing the alarm, <laughs> you know? I'm sleeping in. I'm sleeping in. I'm sleeping in. I'm sleeping in because finally, finally, being awake is more exciting than my dreams. Exactly. Finally. Because I'm <laughs> like good. Because exactly. I'm doing no good. Sense. I'm good, dude. I'm literally good is the thing. Fuck off. I'm doing good. <laughs> Everyone fuck off if you think I'm not doing good. You're crazy for that one. Should we? And I'm so excited for our guest today. I was going to say, should we bring her in? (laughs) Guys, our guest today is a Hollywood actress and filmmaker and an amateur pop culture oracle. She's in the new HBO show Winning Time, premiering in March. And she has an Audible original called Zaddy, which she wrote and is performing. And she recorded literally some of it today, coming out in May. You guys... Our very dear friend, one of the people we're closest with in the world. On the planet. Who we met today on the podcast. Uh, our friend, please make some noise and put your fins together for Sarah, Sarah Ramos. Ramos. I will tell you both, honestly, getting caught with my pants down, I hate, <laughs> I hate when that happens. Because it's like, how mortifying. They should be up. I actually... Um, kind of tried to make a decision like, yeah, like it's scary if you're in a public bathroom and somebody's gonna walk in it's like no but I think actually the way to do it is to like be like okay yep hey I'm in here and not like try to stop the door from opening not be like oh no just be like this is happening and I'm here with my pants down I accept that if you if you react with confidence at that time (laughs) they're the fool exactly (laughs) come out heavily on top I also feel that way about gossip. I don't, you know, want to be tested on this, but I, <laughs> you know, you want to be like, oh, n- I don't want any, I hope nobody's saying anything about me. I hope my secret isn't shared or whatever, but I kind of want to be like, yeah. you know what? It's, maybe they'll share it. And what do I have to hide? 
What do I have to hide? I also, while you were saying that, Sarah, it made me think, I think that both of you will love this story, this little factoid. <laughs> I, 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 like, a couple weeks ago, I was hooking up with this guy, and I had to, I had to get up to get undressed. You know, when you're having sex, sometimes you have to get naked. And I had to get up to, like, take off. I had a complicated kind of sweater situation going on. And I thought it would be funny. <laughs> I thought it would be kind of funny when I got undressed to go, so what do you think? <laughs> and he goes, and so I'm sitting there naked. And I go, so what do you think? And he goes, um, awesome. <laughs> and I was like, okay, forget it. Forget it. Let's just move on. You said, forget it, forget to it, forget it. Someone... Put your clothes back on. You wear a turtleneck. Forget, 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 forget. Yeah, how did you acknowledge that your joke bombed? I well, first of all, thank you for calling it what it is, a bomb. I so, I'm not saying it wasn't funny, but he didn't get it. It but he was an audience of one and he didn't like it. That's a bomb. He honey. was caught with I, his pants down. Was he ever? And I said, I literally just said, he said, he said, um, awesome. And I said, oh, forget it. Let's move on. And then we just kind of, you know, hooked up. But pretty right. funny, I think, of me to do that, to you present would, my body, I my naked be, body. I wouldn't I think I wouldn't have been able to have sex after if that. If he had gotten the joke, it would be like marriage material. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so much hotter. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that have been so much hotter? That would have been like a big deal. It would. You know what would have been the hottest to me is if he was like, if he was like, <laughs> this is really psychotic. I was going to ask what, I, what, what would your ideal this, response be? So I, yeah. This is really, this, this is really psychotic. But if I had presented my naked body to this guy who I did not know and said, so what do you think? And he said, ah, I've seen better. <laughs> I think that would be so, I think that'd be so hot and so funny. Cause he would have, you would have had the same sense of humor. Yeah. That's funny. Cause it's like, we're already here having sex. Why would you say that? I think that's so funny. <laughs> that's what I would have said. Um, if someone did that to me, uh, and if anyway, someone said Sarah, that to me, you? it would really, uh, do, uh, do a number. <laughs> It would do its little number, do a number. on me. Said, yeah. I've seen better, just yeah. unprompted. If I, was, if I had just stripped naked and someone and said, I've, I've, I've seen, seen better, better yeah. you would <laughs> Extra there. It's a dicey line with girls and gays, because girls and gays, we all have our body stuff, so you never know who's willing to joke about what, right? There's a full like scene in a Nicole Holof Center movie, Lovely and Amazing, where Emily, uh-oh, what's her last name? Couldn't tell you. She's famous. That's Emily okay. Mortimer? Dickinson. Mortimer, I think. Mortimer. She Mortimer, gets okay. completely naked in the movie um, and says, like, tell me what's wrong with me to this guy. And, like, he does it. Oh, my God. Is it horrifying? It's, like, so cringy and awkward. Yeah. I don't remember oh anything God. he says. I just remember the prompt. It's very similar to your situation. Sarah, that made my tummy hurt. That's cinema. That's what cinema and it, does. Cinema, and it, and it, baby. Good film art mm. makes you feel. Mm. Exactly. In its purest form. Oh, God. What's what is you. the accent you're doing, Shelb? Uh, intelligent. Hurt you. <laughs> intelligent accent from the Intelligentsia region. <laughs> in Silver Lake. Yeah, from the region of Intelligentsia <laughs> in Frogtown. From the Intelligentsia Silver Lake area. Um, I have to ask Sarah, how are you? Where are you? What's going on? I am well. I'm in my home office. I've been doing a lot of voiceover work today um, as I just recorded the audio. Actually, I don't know. 
I don't, I'm new to voiceover work, even though I'm very much doing it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know the terminology, but I just recorded Chris Messina. You know that actor? Oh, yes. Yes. He's hot. You might call him a zaddy, maybe. Well, I hope you, you would because he is playing a character named Zaddy in my Audible original called Zaddy. I don't. I never figured out how to do. I never figured out how to do the audio uh, effects, but I would have done a bottom chick when you said Zaddy. But I can't uh, because I don't know how. So, so know that well, I that's, would have done it. That's pretty famously an audio effect that you can do acapella. You just go bottom. <laughs> Yeah, but there's and audio you chose, effects. You in, opted not to. No, but by the riverside, there are audio effects. I was born. I, w- <laughs> I had the strangest <laughs> urge to go ahead to go ahead and jump into song for you both. Were you about to do? Thank you. The Wiz. I was born, but no. Uh, by the river, yeah, isn't it? Yes, got it. I thought you isn't were doing another thing about the how Wiz. I am. Is I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. I was I was a little shocked that. There's a video component to this podcast. Um, oh. Just because I do so much voiceover work, as I just mentioned. Um, just kidding. But uh, because uh, <laughs> just my bangs are overgrown right now and they need to be cut. And they had to be seriously I think tamed. you look stunning for I what it's worth. Thank you so much. I was fishing. Caleb wants me to address on this while we're talking about the video component that last week bring it up that last week Caleb filmed in studio and the lighting was bad and it was not because he looked bad and it was because the lighting looked bad and Caleb himself he wants me to say this he's holding me hostage looked gorgeous absolutely it's time to face facts I am last week on the video and it's not gonna happen this week Sarah you look beautiful we look beautiful I am a 10 and last week's (laughs) last week's video did not Demonstrate that. Last week's video, I looked like a gremlin. I looked I looked 15 years older than I am. I'm 19, so I looked 15 years older than 19, 34. I um I looked bad, and it was all because of the overhead lighting. I am not somebody who looks that way. And so I want the listeners to know, of which we have millions, I am somebody who's hot, and you guys have seen me do that before, so don't think that last week is a new era for me. It's not. I get that, and I'm glad that this is the kind of podcast where you don't like let things like that go. You like address yeah, no, no, no. insecurities we, like and errors uh, right off the bat. Yeah. I Sarah, mean, it was an you, error. Exactly. Sarah, do you consider yourself to be, and this is one of this, you know, this podcast we're we podcast on such a high level here that we're not, we're not afraid <laughs> to go in between silly little observations we'll go and we'll go big questions. Do you consider yourself, Sarah, someone who lets things go? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try. I have to learn. I'm, I, that's my journey on this earth is learning to let things go. Oh, what about you? Wow. And do you think you're getting better? <laughs> no, no. Grudge holding evil, evil, evil. I'm an evil, evil, evil grudge holder. Shelby? I have one against Shelby. Shelby, what do you I, think about um, yourself? I don't believe I, I don't let things go and I don't believe it's my journey to learn how to. <laughs> I think my journey is to continue mm-hmm. on this path and see mm. and let and, you know, let people do the correcting. You know, they have to figure it out. I, I should just keep on mm-hmm. keeping on, you know. Yes. Not I personally me. I feel... have to let it go. It's <laughs> <laughs> not working. I personally feel that if you that's didn't grow... If you didn't grow during COVID, um, the the original lockdown, OG part one, the, the one where we kind of pretended to do a lockdown, I think if you didn't grow during that, you're not supposed to. And I didn't. And so I don't think mm-hmm. 
the re- I don't think the rest of my life I will be growing. I think growth is out of the option for me. Yeah. Is that That's bad? good to know yourself. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I think it's, <laughs> so you know sad. that about yourself. That's good to know about yourself. That was so diplomatic. You could be a politician <laughs> if you wanted. Thank you so okay. much. Okay. New career alert. Uh-oh. <laughs> Wait. Um, before we get in, before we get into your record, Sarah, I have to ask if you had to, if you had to run for one political office, what would it be? The president. <laughs> just kidding. Obviously, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's just the first thing that came to mind. I don't know. It God, is the easiest one to come to. You know exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like, the first. You have to work your way down from president. You're like political office president. Who's below that? You have to really do a whole tree, and you got to do that quick. Yeah. You know what's crazy? The mayor of Los Angeles serves more people, is supposed to serve, but don't let me get started, serves as an office more people than many than, than many small nations. Isn't that crazy? Caleb, what is this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I just it came to my mind. I thought, well, this is a podcast where I can be myself. And I thought that was kind of interesting. I read that the other day. I thought that was beautiful. Thank you for sharing it. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. What, what, what is the first thing that you would put on your golden records? Okay. Well, anyone who knows me simply knows that this will be there. It's, um, of course, Taylor Swift's entire discography. Oh okay. my God. Yes. Has anybody, yes. have you had any Swifties on the pod previously? I think we've had we? Swifties, but they've not added her her which would sort of revoke their title right yes okay i i'm not the authority that's you that's that's just i mean if you're a if you're a swifty how are you not sending you don't want the aliens to know about um taylor i'm sorry i'm not clear on what the point of the records are is it to like communicate with aliens is it so to- yeah the original records <laughs> were sent <laughs> to space um with the intent that if aliens ever found them they would like understand what life on earth was like mm-hmm. um so that was the that's the point of them um they're also right. going to outlive us so like so it's not like a sort time of a bummer to talk about for us it can be both Basically, I think the, the most important thing in building a record, and I think you've done it. We've looked over your stuff, and I think you've got you've you've done this with yours. But I think the most important thing with the record is telling the aliens, like, okay, from Sarah's perspective, this is what it means to be a human. These things, like Taylor's music and the other things you're going to add, uh, are like this is my experience as a human on Earth, and I want to share it with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, absolutely, yes, Taylor Swift's entire discography. <laughs> when when I think of Taylor, I think of uh, being in my hometown and listening to uh, Mean, specifically 2010 Live at the VMAs Mean. Um, th- I felt like so powerful listening to that song. What Sarah, what when you think of Taylor, is there a moment or a, a song that you think of first? It's tough. As you see, I mentioned her entire discography. Yeah, um, you got a lot to pick from. <laughs> putting all of that up there. Um, one of my favorites is um, is the album Red, uh, which mm. you may know mm. has recently made a resurgence, a comeback on the scene with Taylor's version. Um, mm-hmm. 
Love that. I don't know. I love, I love all of them. I have such a sad answer. Shelby, do you have any, <laughs> any thoughts? Help me Not get there. Oh, red was such a moment. No, red was such red was a, a moment. moment. I, <laughs> here's the true, the first, I know exactly when I first like knew of Taylor Swift because it was our song. Mm-hmm. And I was at Jewish summer camp and yes. A girl sang our song at the talent show and sort of didn't directly say it, but sort of passed it off as if she had written it. Wow. <laughs> and I was kind of like, this song bangs. Like, she is talent. <laughs> and then I got home and was like, no, wait a second. Um, and it um, really sort of shocked me <laughs> that uh, it was not this, like, girl. I was... I, thought it was a song about summer camp her talking to her bunk <laughs> and it was so i couldn't mm. have been more wrong wow um so that was um a brutal a brutal sort of come to come come to truth moment when i arrived when i touched back on anti-camp land when you heard the song on the radio and you were like yeah wait a second i was like <laughs> well first i was like Natasha <laughs> I was like they were like Taylor Swift and I was like oh my god I have encountered a liar do you remember the person Natasha I do have you checked in on what she's up to recently married kids married kids very uh any new scams I don't know I should check I'll call I'll call Maybe. I'll say hey you running any more feel- lies <laughs> are you running any more lies that is the big question for everyone that you're out of touch with um sarah i feel i feel that taylor has gone through i feel that taylor was okay this is what okay taylor comes onto the scene country she's doing she does uh when 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 you think tim mcgraw hope you think of me right she's just in the country sphere i feel that the general uh zeitgeist is ignoring her um then she does her pop crossover she gets big uh, she's beloved for a moment, but only for a moment, probably for many reasons. I do think misogyny is one of the biggest ones, but of course that's more for y'all to speak on than me. Then she's hated. No, right? you tell I us. think people are hating on Taylor. Well, I do want to do that, but I know that the <laughs> listeners wouldn't like it. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, here's misogyny. What a-. No, then she's hated. I think people are back to loving Taylor. Do you agree? Absolutely. Taylor is like, the entire music industry right now. Like she's, she's she's releasing, re-releasing all of her albums to own them and make money off of them. And and we're all buying them and they're selling. Yeah. More than other people's new music. That's insane. Yeah. And I'll say, I'll say it on the podcast. Fuck and bleep his name. No free clout for, uh, the girly. (laughs) Fuck that music producer that you just named, whose name will be bleeped. (laughs) And I do think, dovetail which uh has been happening for a long time but people are now really starting to understand and we can bleep that name as well no free clout for the girlies uh it really helped with taylor's reascension into a zeitgeist moment where she's not the butt of so many jokes people are being nicer to her now mm. because he had his comeuppance you know what i mean yeah, it goes when, like when this he because was of still their feud. it like when people were like no he's it Ugh, he had too that. many people being like well if he's it then she has to be shit you know and wow. when it started to come, to wow. sh- come, come to the, <laughs> did you just, did the you make it, that so, up? <laughs> sorry. I the it versus shit dichotomy of a public feud. We <laughs> have to talk that, about that. <laughs> do you guys think that that was good? I liked it. Yes. Okay. Yes. You it saw a very like similar thing going on. You could have stolen. 
2016 primaries, you saw something very (laughs) similar with Bernie and Hillary, I will say. (laughs) But truly, Mm. as soon as we were like, wait, maybe he's shit, we were like, wait, she's it. And it was a sort of a collective. We're idiots. We're so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, I do think anyone that was was team is sort of now being like, fuck. Fuck. Okay. Fuck. They're playing the fool. Well, yes. It was it, or was it? And as we see, you know, on the trending topics on Twitter every day, he's getting the shit side of of her it right now. Yeah, she's oh running circles around him. Kim she's running a mastermind. Circles. Well, what did Sarah, he expect? Yes. The Kardashian Jenner yes. conglomerate. <laughs> this is this is the truth. Conglomerate. Yes, Sarah, right, are, exactly. Are some of the <laughs> smartest people on earth, and they have passed themselves off as being some of the dumbest, and that is how they continue to win. They're media masterminds. Absolutely. I actually don't think anyone is better at business than Kris Jenner. I think she's the smartest businesswoman on the planet. I think that if you gave me a BBL, $200,000, and two kids, I could build something better than what Kris Jenner has within two years. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. Within two years. Within two years? Within two years? Billionaire mindset, but no. Hey, hey, look, folks. Give me $200,000, a BBL, a couple of kids, and on the south side of two years, I will have an empire bigger than the Kardashians. Who's it's a billionaire mindset, and I give you that, but it's it's a failed one. <laughs> it's a billionaire Sarah, mindset Sarah, that doesn't Sarah take Sarah doesn't off. believe. Sarah doesn't you're believe just, in me at all. You're just saying things, and <laughs> it, it, it's just not possible. Like, Chris Jenner couldn't have done that in that long. Yeah, and Chris exactly. Jenner is you're Chris so right. Jenner. You're so right, but maybe I could. No, you're right. I couldn't. <laughs> Did um, Chris Jenner ever have a podcast? Chris, no, because she's not thinking. She's I'm playing three dimensional chess. She's playing checkers. She doesn't understand that having a, a, a comedy podcast it can be so powerful. Yeah, to be a mother and make mm-hmm. and make that that motherhood is a job, as we know. But to make that that family into a working company is one of the craziest things you could do in a positive way. I'm praising. I'm giving media masterminds. You can't even, I can't even fathom the way that they control information and cultivate interest and, you know, sexually entice the world to pay attention to them. Also, well, the actually, never mind. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> Sarah said, Sarah heard her publicist and her lawyer in her head, and she said, Allow me to stop. <laughs> said, I'm obsessed. Said, Caleb, let's be honest, you no. would have like, you'd have a sock line, like yeah. the brother. And, yes, easily. But like, that's what else? <laughs> that's it! Just no! a sock line. <laughs> Don't sell me so sure. No, you're right. A well, sock line would be where you, I'd start. What else are you talking about? What what other I would do lines a sock of income? Line. I would do a sock line. I would do... Oh, wait. What was I just thinking of the other day? I had an incredible idea for an app. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but I had a really good idea for an app the other day. I would do that. Um, yeah. yeah. But they did an the app that socks. was literally just like pretending... Like They did an app. They've had a few apps. Some apps are just like, hey, do you want to see more of us? They've had many apps. The Kim They've Kardashian had games game. Where you're like, yes. pretend to be us. I could do games. Watch us pretend to be us and buy our shit. 
Mm-hmm. Brilliant. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would make a cigarette. I would make a cigarette that smells like cigarettes, but is not cancerous and looks as cool as smoking cigarettes does. And that would be big, I think. Hey, I have bad news for you, and it's that those super What's exist. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. like fake cigarettes that taste and smell. Yeah, big time. My mom uses oh, no. some placebos regularly. Oh. There's something hmm. wrong with them, though, I bet. They cause something. <laughs> One of them just makes a sound, so she feels like <laughs> she's hearing it. <laughs> makes a sound? Yeah, yeah like a... It, like tells, a, it like whispers a, to you, you look so cool right now. It's kind of like... <laughs> Like it's like I she was doing it inside and I was like vaping. No, it's it has nothing in it. Oh, it's just sort of vaping nothing. Oh my god, what a a statement! (laughs) Vaping nothing. What a statement on our culture, isn't it? I really just impressed myself. Vaping (laughs) nothing. That it really speaks. (laughs) That really speaks volumes, honey. (laughs) Um, No, it it's just a tube. You suck air in, uh, you breathe air out, uh, but it makes some sounds as if you're, uh, so. Wow. <laughs> I can't explain it. She buys some stuff. Like my mom doesn't, <laughs> hey, if you're a police officer driving behind my mom, you're not, close your ears. Um, but my mom doesn't like to buckle and she bought a Queen. fake, like a, a buckle yep. thing that she keeps in the thing so it won't beep at her. Turns the oh sensors off. Yeah. Nice. Wait, where does your mom She's buying live? placebos left and right. Cleveland. Wow. Can we Don't hear more about her Sarah. really quick? Yeah, <laughs> go off. Go woman. off on Jill. <laughs> Powerful woman. <laughs> she sounds very uh, interesting. She is interesting. I have often referred to my mom as um, like very enigmatic. She doesn't make a lot of sense. Everything about her contradicts the next thing about her. She makes total sense mm. to me. I think she should be president. I <laughs> no, love she her. She doesn't. I, I, I think she, <laughs> I think I think she's incredible. I really love her. She's she's my idol. Uh, <laughs> what's going on with you? <laughs> even more importantly than all of that, <laughs> idolizing mm-hmm. your mom, Sarah. What's next on your yes. records? Okay, well, just to I I think I really like some songs from. I'll name drop one song. I love Invisible String. Do you know it? Ooh. It's from the newer album. No. Anya, can, can you play, play that? Anya? Anya, help us out, please. Wanna hear the song, please. Did you listen to like the song, her please? quarantine drops? I listened I to a little bit, yes. Invisible oh, String, here we go. Caleb, this is Sufjan. screaming you. <laughs> it's giving, yeah, this is very me. It's giving Sufjan... Oh my god, go off. Is there, can we can we skip ahead a little bit on you? Give us 20 give us 20 seconds from now. Uh. Ooh. Ooh. A club remix of this would go harder than it should. <laughs> okay, we can cut that. That is Ooh, that's good. Is that a driving around song for you, Sarah? Because I could drive to that. Um, yes, that entire album is a driving around album. It's downloaded Correct. to my phone. 
It's for downloaded the to the around. phone, baby. <laughs> yes, it's gorgeous. For driving around. It's mm-hmm. downloaded. Sarah has a phone just for driving around. It's downloaded <laughs> to that one. No, like, you know, if you get into, um, you know, you're driving. Tricky you get into spots, no service. No goddamn service. Well, what you going to play? Folklore. Whatever's downloaded. Evermore. Invisible String. Lana. Whatever. Anyways. That's so good. I okay. love that one. In any case. Okay, next, I'm going to say um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Ah! Uh, Sarah said gay rights. Sarah, would you say gay rights for us? Gay rights. Yeah! Thank you. Let's go! Gay people win again. Hugely powerful. Sorry, well, we need it. We need drag race up there. We do. Who's your favorite queen? And you have to pick one. Just one. Right now it's Nigeria. Amazing, stunning. Paris Van Michaels. Um. All time. I can't do it. You go first. Oh, God. I don't watch. <laughs> you don't watch? Does anybody watch? No. I have Neither seen a little. many, but I don't religiously watch. And let me say one thing. Wow. I'm planning on changing that really soon. The problem was I started watching like a weekly thing with people and then it was Bachelor and I never watched that. And then they changed from Bachelor to RuPaul, but then I went home to Cleveland. So I am working on getting back to L.A. Mm. (laughs) to watch RuPaul and really get into it. Oh, so you're in Cleveland right now? Yes. That's cool. The land of many. Home with the mom. It happens to the best of us. Um, So, and Caleb, you don't watch either? You know what happened for me, and uh, Sarah, I do not know how much you will like this answer, but I'll tell you my full truth, because I feel like we are that close. I didn't get into it when my friends were getting into it, because I was freshly out of the closet, and I was one of those gays that was like, I'm not going to be like all the... Like, I didn't want to do anything that felt like the gayest thing in the world, and drag is pretty up there. And that was... I'm way past that now, but then all my friends are so deep into it, I would have to do seasons of catch-ups, and I know you can kind of jump in anywhere, but... What might please you is that Shelby and I um, went to drag shows and stuff when we lived in Chicago and we would put drag queens on our shows and stuff. So like our friend Dairy Queen, for example, is an incredible Chicago drag queen. Um, and Shout out Dairy Queen. We, we, like, Dairy Queen, great uh, name. Auntie Dairy Chan. Queen, great name. Um, great name. So, so I'm familiar with like the Chicago drag community, but I don't know RuPaul's Drag Race that much. Look, fair enough. Um, I love it You're so personally. Mad at me. Oh my god, no! I'm I. I feel like you know what? I I've messed up on the podcast. This is why your producer no. said, "Sarah, give us your answers seven days early to avoid a moment like this." <laughs> um, no, a like no. This. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. My, my favorite thing is I voted for Kelly Clarkson every week. Thank you. The first season of American Idol. Massive. You contributed to our country's future by doing that. Absolutely. The other day I had a thought, which was they really, that show capitalized so big off of her being so successful because there was only like two other successful American Idols. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. And I would say Clay Aiken, who didn't win. Hmm. Who's running for Congress right now. Hmm. Which is insane. And there are other people who opinion. had like moderate success, but like <laughs> anyway, it's not <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it absolutely moving. 
<laughs> well, Kelly was like a really big winner right out the gate. She was like yeah. absolutely a star, kind of like best case scenario. She's still a star. She still runs the culture. Like that's a big She's win a for show. American Idol. That's what Her I'm saying. And I think they got seasons on seasons on seasons chasing another Kelly. And they didn't quite get there as off. They, they're, they're, they're not batting a hundred, you know, they're batting way lower than that. I don't actually know. I know batting a hundred means really good, but mm-hmm. I actually don't know what <laughs> batting bad would be. <laughs> so I started it and then couldn't sort of lock it down at the end. I get it. Um, and I agree completely Thank you. and without reservations. But so no reservations. So drag race. Okay, here's something I think we can all get behind whether or not you're a drag race fan. Um you know, are you both actors? Yes. Mm-hmm. You, are you you're in the I think I saw something when I was perusing your Instagram about something about Caleb getting hit by a light doing a self tape or something. Oh, did my I make God. that up? Did, no, that <laughs> so feels sorry. like it happened. Oh, is that harmful? No, no, Shelby, <laughs> Shelby, you know what it was? No, no, no. What it was was I think we did a clip for the pod one week where you were helping me with the self-tape and I fell to the ground during it and smashed my head into the wall. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So hard. Yes. yes. Didn't get it. Didn't get it, by the way. <laughs> Did not book. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would you have? Yeah, no, Caleb, Caleb fell as part of... I committed Caleb hard. fell as part of a self-tape and it was like... Maybe the third take of it, and it, the Ooh. other two, the other two, he kind of phoned in the fall. Like it mm. was like I'm not gonna fully. And you fall told for me as tape. much. Yeah, you <laughs> told me then, as much. You were telling me. And then, <laughs> oh, and you said he, you need to do more. Shelby well, was like, "Come I, on now." I don't think that's true, but at the <laughs> end of the day, Caleb took. <laughs> the most. <laughs> <laughs> it was big. You can't, Sarah. Caleb you cannot possibly most, imagine. <laughs> And I it was like that, that viral video of Charlotte. Charlotte takes a tumble. Like, was that like, what it was? Are you okay? And it ruins the whole tape. So I just had to be like, <laughs> smashed my head for the next three days. Oh. For the next three days, I oh. legitimately thought that I had brain internal brain bleeding. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I had so hard I like, for a role that I, like, I did not book. Did you get any? What was the feedback? Did not get any feedback on this one. Mm. Uh, if if I had to guess, just throwing a dart at how self tapes go, they probably <laughs> cast a thin person who didn't hit their mm. head on the wall. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I they really risked it all so for that wor- one. They were probably so worried that after that fall, you wouldn't be able to memorize your lines <laughs> like you. Yeah. The way you, I thought for sure there was gonna we were gonna lose. I'm, we lost our security deposit anyway, but I thought for sure we were gonna lose it. I wow. sent the clip with the with the head hit as well. By the way, <laughs> did you, did anybody respond to be like, "Whoa, kind of hard, huh?" <laughs> I cut the noise out, but it was the oh. clip. It was definitely because I got what basically happened was I jumped up to fall and I cut it right after I went vertical or horizontal. And then when mm. my body was like that, I was like cut. But what they don't know is on the other end of that, um, I smashed my head so hard <laughs> into the wall. But anyway, you were saying something we can all agree on about Drag Race. Okay, so. Well, yeah, maybe actors. I don't know. But um, 
I've been acting since I was like 10 years old, done so many auditions, so many self-tapes, been driven Mm. fully insane by the experience you just described. You know, no matter how hard you hit your head or whatever, you're not even going to get a response from anybody. You don't even know. And you're like, okay, I think – I think maybe you lose all sense of like what you did. Were you good? Did you like, are you a piece of shit? All this stuff. Um, And on Drag Race, you know, I love the way that they include the queens who um, lose and who mess up and they turn like, let's say, okay, if you're on Drag Race and you hit your head really hard, that would become your thing. Like you're like Ooh. gimmick and people would love you for it and say, yes, <laughs> like hit your head, baby, whatever, you know, don't yeah. cancel me for saying that, for shouting at <laughs> that, that enthusiastically. Um, Never. Hit your head, baby. Hit your head, baby. Slay. Head hitter. Slay. Yes, head head trauma. Baby. Hit that yes, head. Head trauma. Hit it head trauma. So that is like, there's no way to lose being on Drag Race. You know, even well, if you knew, if you knew about Miss Vanjie, she was the first queen out one season, and she did this bizarre walkout that made absolutely no sense, where she was like, Miss Vanjie, and it was really long. She said her name like that. And she became so famous for that, came on to a new season. And I just feel like that's the way self-tape should be. You know, that's the way it should it should be inclusive. You know, it's not just, oh, the person who gets it gets all the attention. Everybody else gets suffocates on nothing. You know, <laughs> everyone else it's just like, gets to be at home. <laughs> yeah, for free. Um, it's like, you know, we're a community. We're rising. We're raising each other up. Exactly. Thoughts? And we that's exactly what I feel. We need, you're so right. We need a community around, um, first of all, we need jobs for bad actors. (laughs) Second of all, we need, we need community around self tapes. It's a horrible process. Um, and third of all, I think that we should be doing bigger makeup for self tapes in general. Interesting. And wigs. Bigger makeup. And wigs. wigs. I think every, every self tape you should be doing like. I should be doing like no matter what I go out for. If I go out for like construction worker gruff fifties, which I have been close to being sent to, uh, you get you have, you have to do no big kidding. full beat face three hours. Well, but three that's hours. the thing with with these auditions. It's like, well, why? Nobody's even gonna. We don't even know if anybody's watching it. You don't have a Michelle Visage to say, babe, your makeup doesn't look good and you need to work on your makeup but i like your spunky personality or whatever and it's like, I like well, your there's not this, I like your je ne there's not quoi. a give and receive exactly why even spend the three hours speeding your face why spend the three hours you're right but it would i think contribute to a culture <laughs> it would contribute to a culture we need more culture we we need culture around self tapes yeah we need actor mm-hmm. culture you guys are right actor culture is actor is culture is <laughs> disgusting and, and because it's full of shame and it's been pushed into the shadows and we need to drag it up and speaking of pushing to the shadows we need to push this podcast into the shadows just for a moment so we can record our ads bye now y'all welcome bark bark. sarah sarah would you give us a bark like a dog bark (laughs) um uh, Yes! 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 Literally! <laughs> oh my there god, we, go. we win. None of our thank guests you. should say yes Huge to that. Win. It's insane that we ask, and you were so good at it. <laughs> oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, we ask. 
Thank you so much. Well, Sarah, before we get into the rest of your records, which so mm-hmm. far I'm obsessed with, um, which is French for obsessed, mm-hmm. we wanted to ask you, what's something so embarrassing in all of human history that you would delete it from the records altogether? I knew this was coming and I thought I would have something, but I simply don't at the moment. Do you? Yeah, I think if I had to pick one just off the top of my head from today, I would probably say um when you're when you when you thought when you thought you were going to get up early and have kind of a slow start to the day and then you accidentally oversleep and now your entire day is a rush, I would delete the that happening. Like I would delete the um the over I guess I would delete oversleeping. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Perfect. That actually reminded me. Okay. Yeah. I would delete social anxiety because I don't like the feeling where you are excited to talk to somebody, but then, and you're like, I'm going to go talk to them. And then the being face to face in person, then the fear. And it's like, oh my God. And that cancels out the excitement. It's just not, it's it's a stressful experience. What is that fear? Are we worried that people aren't going to like us? Is that what that is? That's definitely a part of it for sure. It's got to be it, but it's also or is like, that me? <laughs> no, it's Everyone's definitely like, nope, that. It's not that. And I'm like, no worries. It's also, I, it's also, I feel like with social media and like being on the internet, it's like, like, this is completely comfortable because we're all in our separate little squares, you mm. know, and mm-hmm. we're chilling in our space. But imagine face to face. It's like, oh my God, we're confronted with the reality of, of it. And it's like, <gasps> what uh, do I touch? Uh, I just, I don't know. I think there's there's also something to, oh, go ahead, Joel. No, please take it away. (laughs) Women have had enough time talking. No, men have have for so long dominated the discourse. Shelby, I am begging you, please, girl. (laughs) He's going to interrupt me. (laughs) No, please. Um... But I just uh, what I would not- say. <laughs> 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 no, you go for real. Is this intimidating? No, you're not scary, dude. No you're really, really small. Um, but you go for real. I won't interrupt you at all. Um, there's also the like, if I, there's the like, will people not like me? And then also, will I do something so <laughs> weird <laughs> that it, like, it's not just that interaction, that it becomes bigger than that, that it becomes like, damn, they tell their friends. <laughs> Next time I see this person, they're like, remember that weird thing you did? And then it's something that I never escape. Mm-hmm. But that's what brings me to the beginning of the episode to saying, you know what? You walk in on me in a public bathroom and it's like, Hello. That's on you. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> That's and on it's you. not it's like you sh- you shared a piece of gossip that I trusted you with in private like okay, well, <laughs> what do I have to hide? It's like what yeah, what what's that fear? I think too there's a there's a piece of it uh, for me at least and I think okay, so there's I think there's a version of this that's like I think there's a version of this that's relatable to everybody, but I'll say like, you know, Shelby, you make jokes on the internet. People see your jokes. You like people know you have a web presence, Sarah, you're on TV and, and, and film and you have a web presence as well. Like, uh, I think that there's a piece of that that is like the, (laughs) not to brag everyone here. No, but I think there's a piece of that. That's like, I don't want to violate your expectation. If you know me from somewhere else, if you know my comedy or my Twitter or whatever, or you know me from videos online, um, 
I don't want you to like think that I'm boring or uninteresting or, or too much different than, than that. There's like an expectancy violation, but I think even on a mm. smaller level that has nothing to do with that, most of the time when you're meeting people, I think a lot of the times, um, you want them to think something of you. You want them to think like, Oh, they're funny or smart or hot or whatever, you know, whatever the thing is. And the fear of not being whatever you hoped that you would be to them. It can be mm-hmm. very like, it could just be very scary. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. why that's the number one thing I have to let go of what others yeah. think of me. You'd be so free. Yeah, It would yeah, be, we could be so free. <laughs> That would be that would be true freedom. There's also the like everyone has a different like lines that they don't cro- like I'm pretty I'll talk about whatever. <laughs> and then I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, I just like I'm sort of a chronic oversharer." And so then it's like, "Okay, I meet it like especially with newer people, it's like <laughs> towing that You're line policing. and being like yeah. I wonder if I've crossed <laughs> and then sitting there being like, I've said something and I wonder what they're thinking of it <laughs> still. Mm-hmm. You got to um, let it go. Be set free. Be For set me, free it goes to that. an even more cellular level in like, I'm not a very like touchy feely. I'm not like I'm a hugger and I like hug everybody. <laughs> I'm like not comfortable with that actively. So it's like I struggle immediately upon being around a new person to be like, with that, I guess that's just something I should work on myself with being like, I don't want to hug them. I should hug them. Oh, God. Do they want <laughs> me to hug them? Like, I'm not making them feel comfortable. Like, this isn't a natural interaction. Like, human touch is healing. Like, shouldn't we? <laughs> but no. And then it's like, I haven't said anything for like a minute. Yeah. Well, and COVID made that worse because there's also like, there's the ass and better, actually. I think worse oh, yeah. and better. Um, Worse because there is like, this other line that's not just personal comfort that's like if you know someone really well and you're like oh we do hug but you're like well now it's not do we hug it's like can we hug (laughs) and then there's like that but what it also did was like now there's sort of a more standard like are we gonna hug like there's more of a like pre-question where people are like what are we doing? <laughs> but mm-hmm. it, are we that, hugging while yeah, you're hugging? Right. Are, yeah. Mm. Yeah. They're going in. They're like, are we doing this? And you're like, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I'm a very, I'm a very touchy person. I love hugs. I'm very, um, qui- also like Shelby, very quick to overshare. I'll tell anyone anything about me for the most part. And COVID has made it very hard for me because now I'm like, Oh God, not, not, I also have had to get better about that too, because I, have met so many more people in the last couple of years who are not huggers like Sarah. And so now I'm trying to be more like, can we hug? <laughs> it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm not a hugger and I tend to, for the most part, appreciate and am desperately jealous of people who are like, I'm a hugger. Like I'm so comfortable with this. <laughs> um, it just depends on my mood and whether I'm yeah. like feeling outgoing or whether I'm feeling like frozen inside of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Frozen inside of myself. That mm-hmm. is a good way to describe uh, social anxiety, I think. Frozen inside of myself. I'm stealing it. I'm stealing it from Sarah. I'm using it all the time. I'm writing a book about it. That Frozen Inside <laughs> Myself is actually a Pixar movie that combines Frozen <laughs> and... Um, what's that? Something called it? Inside Myself? No, what's, what's that? It combines <laughs> Frozen and then that other popular Pixar property, Inside no, Myself. Inside Out? What's Inside Out? Yeah. Uh. 
<laughs> it combines those two those two blockbuster Pixar franchises, oh, Frozen, Frozen and Inside Pixar. Myself. <laughs> Frozen uh, is Disney, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen never seen Frozen. Oh, Thank you well, for when your you service. talk about Let It Go, it makes it really it makes it really feel like Let you've it seen go. it. Oh yeah, I, I'm familiar go. with that song as well. Though. Who isn't it? It really got Sarah, its, it. Really saw its moment. Sarah, what is next on your records? Okay, um, I have sour candy next. Yeah, yeah. Do you like it very sour, or do you? Because it usually has a sweet core. No. Yeah, uh, it's. I'll be honest. You know, I'm not into. I'm not obsessed with like warheads. I'm not like you know uh, with hot sauce. Hot sauce people Mm-mm. being like, how hot can it get? I'm not like, I'm right. trying to burn my tongue or whatever. I just prefer the sour crystals happening to just mm-hmm. like a plain gummy worm, gummy bear. I, I like a little sour. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's the right answer, by the way. Thank you. What were those things that were really popular? <laughs> they were like um, sour, like mints, like breath mints, like sour. Altoid like- sours? Yes, weren't those and they were, they're not around anymore, right? I had sours. Yeah, we used to buy them at Target. Yeah, Altoid sours were it. But they were it, dog. It capital I. I used to eat them like like so much, and then my mom. I've been a vegetarian for since I was nine, and my mom um, once of. was like, "You have to stop eating those," and I was like, "Why?" And she told me. Basically, they had gelatin in it, and gelatin oh. has uh, like fish bone in it. And my mom was like, "You've been breaking." No, it's like horse hoof. <laughs> yeah, it, there was some, there was something in there that my mom was like, "You better stop." You can have and a little was, horse hoof. Wow, <laughs> have a little horse. Horse hoofs are just like toenails. Come which on, is have a little horse disgusting hoof. when you think that we're eating it. I know, and it's in um, marshmallows too. I'm sorry, I was actually thinking of icebreaker sours. Icebreaker sours I still okay. eat. Okay, <laughs> yes. Icebreaker mm-hmm. sours I recently bought to have in my car. And what I've learned is nobody doesn't like them. Everybody wants one and nobody can have just one. People are constantly getting in my car, opening the, Having there's seven. the two openings. There's the little opening and the big opening. Everyone opens mm-hmm. the little one mm-hmm. first, closes it, opens the big one, takes three. Do you guys ever Folks. wonder how we <laughs> learn certain things about foods? Like, like for example, the horse hoof or whatever. How the fuck did we figure out that we could do that? Like, like who was the first person to be like, I'm? Who was the first person that saw like a pig and was like, I'm gonna eat that? That's I thought crazy. About that no? the other day, but not even in the in the context of like the grossest part of it all, but even just the basic level of being like. Well, if I put eggs and milk and flour, if I grind this plant into flour right. and mix it with milk and eggs, cake. Like, what are you talking about? What brought you That's there? That's crazy. How did we get from just like foraging what we could find and like putting that in the fire <laughs> to like. To like MSG. Like, how did we get so advanced? I don't know. I'm what trying to think. Most people get praised. I'm trying what if Sarah to think did know? And what if Sarah had like know. a really detailed answer and was like, this is basically how it happened? I did hear a very uh, inaccurate version of how soup was invented on a podcast, a comedy podcast I listened to yesterday where somebody uh, said that they'd remembered that somebody was like, 
had a cauldron of boiling water and uh, like a rock dropped into it. And they were like, this tastes delicious. And then they said, "Um, let's boil other things. But look, I'm just telling you what I heard on a podcast yesterday on a new podcast. I I follow this family on Instagram. I'm not proud, but I am doing it. And they recently talked (laughs) about stone soup, which I think is what you're sort of referring to, which is based on an old fable. And the fable <laughs> said all these comedy, every pod, comedy podcast has to talk about stone soup. Every, every single comedy I'm podcast has to talk about stone soup. Give me more stone Go soup. On, yeah. <laughs> We're in our stone soup era. And <laughs> Don't they, stop. Um, they, the, the fable is that these like knights soldiers came to town and like asked for food. And all the villagers were like, you literally eat with the king like we need our food and we're not sharing with you and they were like okay all we need then is the king we're just gonna make the king's favorite food then and and, and it's stone soup and they were like all we need is like a circular stone and we put it in the water and then they're like god you know what he likes in his stone soup and they keep just naming things and all the villagers are so excited to learn about the king that they keep giving them vegetables until they have this like massive soup that they give to everyone and everyone eats Sorry, I, I got confused. Um, That's okay. <laughs> we, they were getting stones, and then they started being given vegetables. <laughs> Sarah said, "Please try again, shall we?" Is that what happened at first? <laughs> like people saw people giving them stones, and they were like, "I'm going to give them a vegetable." No, they said the king's favorite. F- these are knights. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they know the king. Yeah, They're in with the I king, got the okay? status issue there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that we understand status in medieval, guys, to understand soup, nice. you have to understand class in medieval. So, <laughs> <laughs> so these are these are knights, and they work with the king. And the yes. villagers are kind of like <laughs> Sarah's like enough of the king. And then they, but the they king said, is like we really just need stones critical. for this. Okay. They were like they were like we need food and everyone was like no and then they were like okay no worries we'll make stone soup and it was a a a farce they were lying (laughs) because they were like all we need is a stone in some water and that'll make stone soup it's the king's favorite meal and people were like okay we'll give you some rocks they put the rocks in the water and then they were like you know what the king really likes in his stone soup carrots and then people were like oh we can uh, give you some carrots and then they continued to do that until they ended up having this like gorgeous soup and then everyone had it every they shared it with the villagers so the people were idiots the people were morons the people <laughs> did not that's see the through moral a very the people obvious are idiots. Lie. that's the moral and i do the, have to just go back is the rich swindle the poor i have the question oh, okay. who is this quote-unquote family you follow on instagram <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. I am happy to give them <laughs> free clout. This is Rudy Jude on Instagram. She lives in Maine. Her husband, Caleb, has seen um, me Not share some of their posts. The husband built okay. their house by hand. <laughs> wow. You're following a straight couple on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Two kids. That's so tough. cute. They live in rural Maine, coastal rural Maine, and they're just kind of coastal Maine, not rural Maine. Rural. Does rural inherently mean inland? No, it does not. Okay, so then coastal I rural just decided. Maine. Um, and 
they she makes all their clothes by hand and like weaves their rugs and they're just sort of like an interesting follow. She does a lot of mending tutorials, so I watch a lot of those. Sarah, I would love to have a breakdown of everybody that Shelby follows on Instagram, <laughs> but we are just. <laughs> I would. Just, I actually would listen to a podcast that was just people. Talking describing who everyone who they follow. Describing yeah. who they follow. It would be humiliating. But unfortunately, we do not have that luxury. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was humiliating until just now. <laughs> she goes, it would be absolutely no, fucking no, humiliating. No, not that that would be humiliating. It would be humiliating for like me to be like, and this is somebody who I don't feel comfortable unfollowing after we had one exchange like three years we ago. Hooked up, we hooked up in high school. Yeah, they're all muted. Yeah. Um, oh, that's what it should be. It should be interviewing people about their the people they've muted on Instagram. Oh my god, you should really do that podcast, <laughs> and I'm dead ass serious. That's amazing. Nobody would come clean. That's what it should be well, called. No one come would say clean. names. Come clean. I'd come clean. Who have you muted? <laughs> I'd come I'll clean. tell you right now. I have a comedian muted. Well, I have several comedians muted. They just won't <laughs> stop issuing takes. But I have a comedian muted who I think would be very surprised to learn that they're muted. And I would never say their name. It's Why me. did you mute them? It's me. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're <laughs> extremely close to me. No, I had to mute them because, and I think that this is where most mutes come from. The mute function was invented to address this specific issue. I had to mute this person because they are clinically, and I would say even medically, annoying as fuck. And <laughs> I couldn't keep doing it. They have bad takes and they won't stop posting. Wow. My mutes are generally not, it's not anything wrong with the other person. It's more that they like scratch at like an insecurity I have or something. Oh, and I'm like, I don't, you make me think about this and I don't want to. Mine so are all about the other person. Is that bad? No, that, I think that's again, so that's like being a hugger. It's a, it's a positive quality. It's a positive quality. Um, Sarah, we are running out of time. Will you tell us what, what we didn't get to on your records? I know we missed a couple things. I know I have so many things. I'm going to do it really quick. And then you ask me something about something you think is interesting. I have social okay. media stan accounts. Mm. I have enlightened mm. the television show Hustlers, mm. the film starring JLo, mm. Mary-Kate and Ashley VHSs, Kim mm. Cattrall scatting video, mm. um, and, and edibles, weed edibles. Fuck. God. And I can That's talk so about so many of these good. things till the cows come yeah. home. What if I said uh, cows come home like a lot? <laughs> I think you do. I've never said it before. Hot Wait, in Cleveland. I, I, I yeah, can't I'm tell you Cleveland, another hookup story. Out. Hot in I Cleveland. said hot in um, Cleveland. Oh, I am hot in Cleveland. Okay, <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what 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 are your like? Do you? I guess I'm guessing you interact with some some Taylor Stan accounts. I um, am obsessed with Stan accounts. Um, I in the past have seen, I don't interact with the Taylor Stan accounts. No, okay. I'm not, I'm not engaging with them. I'm, I'm observing them. I first encountered Stan accounts when I was in college and, you know, on my phone scrolling through social media, I would scroll through Taylor fan Stan accounts and I would see some shocking information. Like I would see one, one, one it, along those lines. One, I saw, and it was like heartbreaking and also like so fascinating that you would be reaching out to a pop star. It was like, Taylor, like my my mom's being evicted. Please help. Like why, Taylor, the eviction's happening. And like just reaching out, updating oh about this eviction. Not live tweeting the eviction to Taylor. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, it's because I was like, like 
so far deep in the hashtag like starlight which is like a major major b-side of taylor's and it's like i'm like what's going on on here and it's suddenly like taylor like we really need help with this like (laughs) taylor please they're taking the couch we're moving yes exactly yeah (laughs) taylor was in her red era but her fans were in their being evicted era that's so sad (laughs) yeah that's so sad the craziest stan accounts that i've um sort of started to the the TikTok has done something <laughs> globally. Mm-hmm. And these teens that are on TikTok have these stan accounts mm-hmm. that are also people that are like roughly their age that are just like, you're getting me through high school. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God. And it, they, all these TikTokers share their stan accounts like religiously. Like that's like a big part of it, I guess. Mm. And they like ask their they <laughs> there's like a new relationship with TikToker and Stan accounts where they're like someone make an edit of this and then like every single fan account will be like here's a co- video compilation I've made of these six pictures you took with your girlfriend <laughs> it's just like nice <laughs> and then they share it and that's like the whole thing or they'll share like a Stan account made a video and they'll be like I love this one <laughs> and you're like what why are well, this we, makes why sense are we because engaging? TikTok managed, TikTok is all fame, no substance, in my opinion, and it managed to really amplify that idea. Um, so this makes sense to me that you're like massively interacting with your stand accounts where I think people who are famous for being, you know, talented or, um, <laughs> or, or substance or do substantive things like maybe like writing or acting or whatever, um, things that are more tangible, I should say, not substantive. They wouldn't, I don't, I think they would be more embarrassed to interact with their stand accounts. Yeah, these, but the stand mm. accounts will also be like, like Caleb liked, or like Caleb's like four. <laughs> Which I four love, hosts. by the way. I'm trying to have that. I want to, I'm going to get, a, if I find a stand account of me, I'm going to interact with them every day. Well, exactly. I think that having a stand account is really a sign of status, you know, like the knights Big in time. the, like the knights in, in the king. The soup story. Modern yeah. day knights are, <laughs> oh my God. People who have stand accounts. Yeah. That's true. Um, that's just the so, truth. Hold on. You said some other stuff. Edibles. Do you have any mm-hmm. like really, um, powerful edible, mo- edible moments? Um, well, I don't like getting too high on edibles. Who does? Um, Nobody. once when I was in high school, I got too high on a brownie and went to the circus and rode my bike <laughs> home and don't remember that. I can't go to sober. I can't go sober. They, you, the circus used to like come around. I don't know. Like I'm from Southern California. I don't know about the circus you guys. Really fell off, yeah. Where the, where's the circus? Like it used where's to be around. Sorry, guys, starting a new podcast called Where's the Circus? The circus really fell off. It's sort of like cereal, but it's just sort of like a a really deep dive into where the circus went. Um, Absolutely. Um, So I have those bad experiences, but generally I like to just kind of cruise and um, relax on just a a microdose of an edible. Exactly. I'm obsessed. And you know what? A lot of times they come in sour candy form. Which is huge for you. This exactly. is how I'm going to become millionaire Kardashian business woman. Mm-hmm. I have had edibles that taste so good that I want the whole bag, but I can't have the whole bag because I would die. You're going to invent snacks. I want, no, <laughs> close. <laughs> You're close. Um, I want, when you buy an edible, I want, I want an, the same candy, same flavor, but placebos. <laughs> And then 
a separate little tiny bag of the edibles so that when you have one, you can have the rest or some of the others. You just invented hmm. snacks. No, it's different because like there is an edible that is so good and I want the taste of it constantly. Can't have that it. seems so tricky though because what if it get, they look exactly like the weed ones? But you put them in a tinier little bag inside the bigger oh, bag. Yeah, Sarah, that is Sarah, you're forgetting that the, these ones would be in a tiny bag. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't get it. For, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There's somebody who will. Sharks. There's someone who will. Uh, they, uh, I'm gonna get level. I'm gonna get a level funding. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yes. Good luck, um, Sarah. Thank you for coming on. You've been an incredible guest. Stunning. I think Both of you as somewhat me. of a pop culture connoisseur. So it was an honor to have you on. My God, thank you so much. I feel seen. Um, Sarah, are. is there anything we, we will tell people in, uh, or we did tell people in your intro, um, what, kind of what you're up to, but is there anything you want to plug? Do you want to tell people where to follow you? You can follow me on social media, you know, you know, all the things. Um, and I am really excited about my audible original that I recorded literally today. Um, and you know, li- look, do I personally listen to fiction? Audiobooks? No, but I think that <laughs> should you, you listen to Sarah's? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like this. Um, so I'm excited about it. It's coming out in May. It's called Zaddy. Exactly. Massive. Can't wait. Listen to Zaddy. Everybody, go listen to Zaddy. And thank you so much, Sarah. We appreciate you. was a HeadGum original.